you know, you've gathered a ton of leads. Like how many do you get a day roughly? On average, about 20 to 30 at this point. This year alone, we've added 65 real estate agents to our portfolio referral just from that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flip Podcast, where we help agents build successful agencies. I'm your host, Josh Berg, and today I've got Aurora Mullet on with me. She's the owner of Intrinsic Insurance, and we are going to talk about um, basically creating and moderating Facebook pages uh, as a way to drive new business to your agency. But before we get started on that, if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, or the YouTube channel, please do that. Um, leave a comment or a review. Really helps us reach more people, and that is the whole goal of the show. We want to help people build successful insurance agencies. So, with that, Aurora, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm yeah. Good. You? Nice. I, fantastic. You know, um, before I hit record, I put some chapstick on, and I'm like. I don't ever wear chapstick and now I'm like super self-conscious. I'm like, are my lips all shiny? Does it look like I have <laughs> lipstick on? So anyway, you have to tell me if I'm like You're showing like too much lip. <laughs> but, but don't, don't get too, because I cannot go a day without chapstick. So, you know, they have those things in there that make you need it more. So do they really? They do. It dries it out except for a couple different brands. But yeah, I, I have, I, too many tubes. I probably have a hundred tubes of chapstick sitting around somewhere. So I'm that chick at the swag when you go to like an insurance event and they yeah. have chapstick. I just grab like six of them. Nice. <laughs> That's all. You know, when uh, I first met my sister-in-law, had to have been 20 years ago, um, she was addicted to chapstick too. And she had a ton of them, but she, her favorite one, she called the log. And it was <laughs> like, the size, like, I don't know if you can see that. It was like the size of four stuck together and massive. And she would just take that thing out and swipe it <laughs> across her face. Great. Um, okay. So why don't you just kind of give us a brief history, catch people up to kind of, you know, where you started, how you got into insurance and, and where you're at today. So I fell into insurance, really. I was doing medical um, claims processing and went to lunch one day and a gentleman struck up a conversation and said, hey, we're hiring for this insurance tech company. Um, can you come over after work and interview? So I did and that company was called Innsweb Insurance and they were a tech insurance that serviced all 50 states. And so I started out like helping people get onto the website. That was my first job there. And then I just continued to move up until I eventually forcibly became an insurance agent because in my mind, an insurance agent is like a car salesman, you know, at that point I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not a salesperson. This isn't something that I really want to do. And they were like, you cross sell more than any other customer service agent. So come over. And I did. And it's just kind of history from there. I continued to be an agent. I went to the company side where I was an underwriter for Allied Insurance for a period of time. Okay. Then went back onto the agency side, a company that 
um, called Paramount Equity Mortgage out here. It's a very large mortgage division. Um, brought me in as a desk underwriter, and after being there for a while, kind of teaching them how to start at that agency, I eventually went there. Got tired of making money for somebody else <laughs> and said, I'm doing this, I'm running this, everything that I do, I manage an agency and in essence. So I walked away from a very high paying job to start over from scratch. Um, wow. Now I'm here five years later and a couple organizational changes um, and we have intrinsic insurance. Nice. Cool. Um, so yeah, wow, you've been all around the industry then. Very. <laughs> That's, I'm sure that is really helpful for you today. Like you've seen a lot of different angles. Very much. I think that when I became an underwriter, um, I literally thought back to myself and went, wow, I really probably underinsured a lot of people <laughs> in yeah. my time because you learn it from such a different aspect from the claims aspect and the contract aspect. And um, there used to be a gentleman on IOA. His name was Grant Davis. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So Grant was actually one of my um, agents that I was appointed to. I was their underwriter for a couple years. And that man taught me so much. Like, oh, I, that's cool. But he, he literally changed the way I looked at insurance and contracts and covering people. And I used a lot of that to mentor the agents that were under me and brought that over into how I, when I entered back in. So yeah. it, I, I was able to learn from a lot of really great agents in the California region. That's awesome. You know, I think that's, that claims experience, I'm sure is invaluable. We have a, um, like an in-house claims rep, kind of somebody who files claims for our clients and walks them through the process, make sure everything's getting handled correctly. And um, after she'd been doing it for five, six months, she also, so she does that about 50% of the time. And then the other rest of the time, she pretty much is selling and it totally changed the way she sells like a hundred percent. She will not write policies without certain coverages, certain limits. And she can explain it. I've seen this firsthand many times. Like you need this coverage. You will thank me later, you know? Um, so that's cool. Um, okay, well, let's, let's get in. So the reason, or what we're talking about today is really Facebook groups, moderating them, how to generate business from those. And so how did you even get started on this? Like, were you, what was your first page? Like, give me some, some history on this. Yeah. Um, so my first page is actually, it's called El Dorado County Insurance. And we out here in California face a really difficult situation with fire and insurance companies bailing, much like Florida had with Hurricane yeah. Wind. Um, so as there were other like local Facebook groups um, in the community, and when somebody would post a question about insurance when it first started to occur, um, the other moderation pages would be like, well, this has nothing to do with what this page is structured for. So they would delete their comments. They would do things like that. And so I said, okay, well, then we need a centralized insurance page for this county. So people, as they're getting their non-renewals or have questions whether a company can or can't do something, we have a really good, safe place for it. So I started that page and it, it started really slow. I mean, like with anything, um, you know, people are like, uh, I don't want to talk about insurance and yeah. the widespread cancel cancellations really hadn't occurred yet. So 
you know, it started for like the first year, there was probably about 100, 150 people that were on that page. And as I created content and answered questions and started YouTube videos, um, then what would happen is when somebody else would ask a question on another moderation page, they would say, check with Aurora and join this page. And so it started growing very rapidly from there. We're, we're up to right now, 1800 people on that page. Okay. Um, so I started creating other pages within the community. So surrounding counties, um, I, you know, created an insurance page for that. And now I moderate five different insurance pages. I'm creating a California statewide insurance page um, on the same, you know, platform basically so yeah it just it just continues to grow and more people join in how now is this is this a group is it a facebook group is it just a page is it like a county page it's a facebook group um so okay. people have to answer questions to get in so we okay. you know i'm very strict on who can be within the group so that we can keep some sort of reins on it we have several different, so on one county, it's an open page where anybody can join in. And I kind of watched how that degraded very quickly with what I call the sharks, um, the shark agents and people who really don't have a whole lot of knowledge on what the page is geared around that were just there to try to like drum up some business. Yeah, yeah. So in the other counties, I keep it very limited to a group of agents that I trust that are in there that have the same mindset, you know, offer the same types of coverages that we do. And we've created kind of an open market forum within those. How did you start, like when you started that El Dorado County uh, page, how did you first start getting people to go there? So I would invite my customers. Um, that's really how I started. I had, you know, of course, anything you want to fill it a little bit. So I had friends, family that I added into okay. the page. Um, but every time that I talked to a customer, um, I would say, okay, now I'm going to continue to keep doing updates. Here's the page that I moderate. So I would friend them on Facebook. I would add them in. And then eventually um, they would start adding their friends and family to the page and say, hey, check out this content. Again, they would share it in the other community pages. Um, and so eventually Facebook now, because I've gotten enough traction and I post enough and people post, now Facebook is suggesting it to other yeah. individuals in those counties. So it started to grow from there. And then my YouTube videos that actually go out, um, you know, I, I get hits on my YouTube videos throughout California and surrounding states that also has a link to my different pages. And so they find okay. it's so it's, it's always so interesting to me when um, somebody like yourself creates something like a Facebook page, that's very um, targeted, right? El Dorado County, high risk insurance or fire insurance, you know, and that there's people that, I mean, you have 1800 people in that group, right? I mean, that's like, blows my mind. I, I would not think to myself, like, I need to go on Facebook and look for a, a group for this issue I'm having. Like, I, I think it's, do you find that most of the people that are joining now are younger or older? It's all across yeah. the board. 
it's across the board, but I think mostly the older generation, which I did not expect. Um, I yeah. did not expect so, you know, that, but, um, you know, our county's kind of made up of that. Now, if we look at the surrounding counties, that is more younger individuals. Um, but El Dorado County from the get, we've, we've had a couple major fires that really exploded um, some of the other Facebook groups. And I think that is really why it's kind of driven. Um, our community itself doesn't have a really good emergency alert system. So Facebook has become that. These different Facebook pages have become that centralized place where individuals can find out what's happening at a moment. They can post and say, I smell smoke. And five different people in that same community, you know, like on that same street will be like, yeah, Bob's burning on a non-burn day. Yeah. It's just become such a centralized place for everybody in the community. So if you're not part of one of these groups, then you feel like you're missing out. Yeah. Wow. Um, So do you think, well, I guess I'll get asked, asked that question later, but how many, so you've had this specific page for how long did you say? Um, for two years. November will be two years. And how many leads do you get from this? So from just the page, so Instapage, um, which is, I, I've created, and because so many people started tagging me within the group, it was very difficult for me to keep on top of the intakes that were coming in. So I created an Instapage um, landing site. Okay. And so what I do is when somebody wants to tag me or in on my pages, I that Insta page is the link. So that started a couple months after um, this really started getting to go. But as of to date, we've generated off of that Insta page where I share on those pages over 6,000 organic leads. That is wild. In two years? In two years. Now, a large portion of it, um, like, Almost 2,200 of those happened after a major fire and an insurance company went out of business here. And so that Instapage link was shared um, across every county, really, that this company was really heavy in Um, to a point that uh, during that peak portion, I was actually taking these leads and sending them out to um, referral agencies. We just could not stay on top of the amount of leads that were coming in. So I tapped out and I reached out to (laughs) Eric Scholey and Mariah Davis and Dave Marzilli. And I was like, I need help. (laughs) Can you contact these people and offer them insurance? Wow. Okay. So um, for people who are listening, Instapage is just a landing page, right? So like it's just a single web page that's dedicated to one thing. And in this case, it's collecting some information from these people so you can reach out to them and start talking to them about insurance. How are you, when you say that um, the when somebody tags you, they're tagging you with that link, how does that happen? Are you sharing that link with them and saying, when you tag me, use this? Or is there some sort of like link connected to you? Um, so ironically, so I've, you know, I've got a really good following, um, I would call it. So um, my customers started watching what I would do when they would tag me. When they would tag me, I would say, great please fill this out and me or my team will reach out to you, um, you know, as soon as possible. And so what they started doing is my 
customers actually would save that link. And then when they would tag me, they would say, fill this out and she can help you. Oh, nice. And, and so without knowing it, I was slowly training my customers that are my biggest fans. And, you know, so they started doing that. And like I said, I mean, I would get leads from down in Southern California, Northern, you know, like areas outside of where this page was because yeah. they would have friends or family that would post to their personal pages. And then that link, they'd do like, here, fill this out. <laughs> and she'll call yeah, yeah. And then everybody that was on that feed would see it. So organically I've grown across California and, you know, either through my video channel or through this modeling of that Insta page. And it was funny, you know, they say like flattery is the, the best or whatever imitation is the best one. Yeah, yeah. And so as this would grow, I would see competing agencies suddenly start being like, I can help you and post an Insta page link. And it was just funny to watch <laughs> community go like, you know, they'd send me something or they'd screen print it and they'd be like, do you believe this guy? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it was funny to kind of watch them rally around other agents trying to follow that same pattern. This is really cool. Like I'm smiling because I just am so excited about this. I think it's awesome. Um, do you, so, okay. <laughs> do you think, I, I guess, sorry, let me collect myself here. So um, do you think that one of the reasons why you've had success in doing this is because it is like very niche as opposed to like broad market? Absolutely. So, and you know, I'm, I'm a very staunch believer in, you know, doing niche marketing. Um, you know, I, I focused on a need that the, that the community had. And from that need, I've been able to slowly grow and add other aspects. Like I'll do liability videos. I have a secondary brand called Haggerty Girl. And I use kind of that same process um, by creating like a centralized page in regards to classic car insurance and yeah. a media, you know, some way for people that want to sell their cars, they come to my page to be able to sell, you know, and I do that in several different states. So oh, that's cool. Focusing on something that is needed, everything else kind of falls in line. When the community sees that you are focused on providing a solution for a problem, then they start to trust in what you're doing as a whole for the community. And that rolls over to now people will IM me and be like, can you look at my commercial business? Can you look at my home and, you know, Sacramento, whatever it may be, it just slowly grows that you just become that person that everybody goes to for insurance advice. Yeah. I love, I love that. It is, um, very specific and niche downs. Anybody that's joining that group knows exactly what it's for. Whereas I think we've all seen the real estate agents and the mortgage yeah. loan officers who create a community page, right? Like this is our little community here. And they do it obviously to pump selling homes or buying homes or whatever, refinancing, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, it's, it's kind of like, we, it feels weird, you know, like it doesn't feel like they're being straight up about it you know it's like but i love what you're doing because it's like anybody that comes i mean it's totally a prospect it's totally somebody who's like i need help with this and you're the expert so how do you go about um or do you go about actually specifically asking people on the page if they need help to contact you with certain things or is it just organic? Yeah. 
So, I mean, I think there's a several things like I, I'm very much about, um, so as a whole, right out here in this community, we, in California, everybody's struggling. So for me, I approached it in, this is a place to get advice. There is absolutely no advertising or solicitation that is allowed in that group. So nice. if an agent um, is in there, they can ask, answer a question. And if somebody says, can I contact you? Then they're able to do so. Um, but if an agent that I let in that group ever says, call me and I'll do this, they're out of the group. Um, so it, we want, I wanted it to be a very safe place where they could come and ask a question without having 50 agents at one time saying, I can, I can provide a policy for you. I can do this. I can do that. And as such, eventually people in there will tag me or another agent. And at that time, then they're at Liberty because they didn't solicit it. They were referred out. Then they can actually yeah. start having that conversation. Um, my links are at the top of the page and it does say like we can provide, you know, quotes for you, um, you know, whatnot, but as a whole, I will refer out as many other agents as I do myself ever, you know, so when somebody comes in and I am able to run their address, I'll be like, you know what, State Farm's the best option for you. And here's my State Farm agent that's part of this group. Yeah. And so, people have really learned that I'm going to do what's best for them as opposed to just try to earn a buck off of them. Nice. Nice. Um, so you have five of these pages Correct. and you're creating content and posting on all of them. Yeah. So I will, my, my main page is Eldorado County insurance. That's where the bulk of my information goes, but stuff that is not, specific to El Dorado County meeting meetings that I have with the board of supervisors or our evacuation plans, things like that, things that are general insurance, I'll share on all of the pages and I'll go through, but they're all linked together. So at the top of every page, it, it says powered by El Dorado County insurance. So people know it's a secondary page and most of those people will end up on the El Dorado County page eventually. Got it. Okay. But yeah, I tried, I try to keep it as county driven as possible. So if I go to Amador County to speak at a Firewise Council meeting, I'm going to just post that in Amador County. So you're, so it sounds like you're not just starting and um, moderating these Facebook groups. You also are going and speaking on these subjects in the places that the pages are for. So as I grew and became kind of the um, county reference, for, you know, insurance, yeah. um, these, these different groups started saying, hey, we really like what you're saying on the page. Can you come and talk to, you know, so like this next week, I'll be going to the state of Jefferson, which is um, this state's way to try to separate out Northern California from Southern California. And I went to the Republican taxpayers, the Democratic Party, um, women's seroptimist is going to have me out. So it became a way that I could get in front of a bunch of different people at one time to be able to um, really teach them about the, the current climate, what their options are, how they can harden their home. Um, so it's eventually led to where I'm just the local advisor for yeah. these counties. So all the board of supervisors refer, if somebody calls and says I'm being canceled, what do I do? They say call Aurora. Yeah. 
Nice. It just has led into, yeah, very educational type of speaking engagement that I do up and down the state. And so how much time are you actually spending, like, I guess, moderating or, or creating content for these pages and that sort of stuff? Um, so the content itself, it's really when something pops up, right? Like if, if a question I keep seeing comes over and over again, or there's kind of a hot button um, that comes out in the news, I'll post content on there. Otherwise, I have videos that I've created that answer the same, you know, kind of redundant questions. Oh, yeah. Anytime somebody comes onto the page that's new, they inevitably will ask another question that's already there. So I've pinned um, videos that talk about an admitted versus a non-admitted insurance cool. company and, you know, how California Fair Plan, which is kind of our state mandated program works, things like that. So the actual content is maybe, a, you know, a couple hours a month at most that I'm actually doing anything, blogging, anything like that. Now, actually moderating the page is a 24-7 job, yeah. I feel like. Um, yeah. I get tagged so much and people will be like, I don't know, but let's ask Aurora. And so, you know, I've got to, I've got to stay on top of those to keep everything fresh and keep people engaged in it. So that can sometimes be um, distracting throughout the day. So I end up doing a lot of moderation and intake during the day. And then at night when I actually am able to do my job, mm -hmm. <laughs> where yeah. people have gone to sleep kind of. Did, did you, um, so you have the the community pages, and then you also have the Haggerty uh, Haggerty Girl. Haggerty Girl. Haggerty Girl. Now Haggerty those girl. two things very different. But did you um, go after those because you were semi passionate about those two things, or were you just like, "There's a need here. I'm going to fill it." So Haggerty Girl definitely um, that's a passion. I love cars. Um, I have since I was in high school. It just is always been something that I enjoyed doing. And Haggerty, I believe, has the most amazing product that's out there for classic cars. So the two of them just kind of evolved as I, you know, I think a lot of agents don't have what I call the sticking power. If they don't see immediate success, they're going to bail out and they're going to try to go out for the next shiny penny. Yeah. I believe in the long play and everything that I do. I know that you don't become an expert in something in a month just because you called yourself an expert. So I've stayed within the car culture niche um, for almost 15 years at this point. So as these people saw me consistently at the Haggerty booth at these different car shows, I would literally be walking through the store and I would hear, hey, it's the Haggerty girl. <laughs> So I took that and I went to Haggerty Corporate and I said, okay, I want to be able to use this. I want to really be able to, to grow some pages off of this and kind of become this throughout several states. And I got the approval to do so. And cool. so I saw, you know, like they, they have the saying and, you know, Keel Haggerty ha that has a saying that the fastest way into a house is through the garage. And that has become very true in everything that I do. So I built the other, like my high net worth um, customers, most of those come from Haggerty. In my commercial yeah. business, I've kind of started growing a niche in garage keepers. 
because it's a natural evolution from it. Um, the vendors that are at the car shows. So when I go to a car show, I, I have two portions of that that I do. And that is, of course, selling the classic car insurance. But I go early during setup and I have a whole kit that I go and bring around to all of the vendors that, he, that are in the area. Mm -hmm. um, because I very I've brought up very specific companies that kind of deal with the normal vendors that are there, which is automotive parts or collision shops or rebuild shops, um, t-shirt vendors, things like that. So yeah, I, I just naturally expand out from anything that I love. <laughs> I really like that. Um, so do you think that the community pages um, or something along those lines, like finding a, a need and a niche and creating a, a Facebook page around it and moderating that. Do you feel like that's something that should be done strictly by the agency owner? Do you feel like that's something you could lay off or relinquish for a, you know, a staff person? So, I would say whoever is going to be a consistent, because the last thing that you want to do is have a producer build out a page that is not committed to your agency. And then when they leave, so does right. that commitment. You know, that, that individual is still going to be that person everybody looks for, looks at, and now they're going to bring that success to another agency. So I think that whoever the cornerstone of the agency is should be the person that's moderating and being the face of it. Yeah, nice. I like it. Um, so it sounds like there's tactics to use, but there's no real like silver bullet, easy pot of gold. It's just, you know, figuring it out and, and continuing to be consistent and grinding it out pretty much just like any other prospecting avenue. Right. And I think you have to be, you know, like I watch on IOA and I see people that, you know, you see the posts on there, like how dare this person come and ask me a question about insurance when they're not my customer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, in these Facebook forums, I will answer general insurance questions and then I will say like, I can't, you know, like I'll need to see that deck page or, you know, I, right. I'll need to refer you over to one of my referral partners with that company to answer that question. But the fact that I will get endless instant messages where somebody will just say, ask me a question about like, am I reading this coverage right? Yes, you are. And I don't ask for a single thing from them. Mm -hmm. That is really why that popularity has grown, where it, it is a selfless portion of it. But I feel like if you don't have that um, and you're not able to set aside the indignation of how dare they, then you won't succeed in this model. This model is very much about a very community driven um, approach where if you are giving freely, that reciprocity comes in where people go, okay. She did all this for me for free, never asked for anything. If I can't use her, I'm going to make sure that anybody else that I know of yeah. can use her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Well, if somebody, so, okay, aside from the El Dorado community, do you have other community pages that are for high risk fire areas or are, you, are they just like insurance community, community insurance pages or are there something else? No, it's all driven off of the high fire. Okay. So almost inevitably it's off of that now i'm i'm about to create a page that i'm going to add chris green to <laughs> oh yeah 
a um, flood community that is very, I mean, they're going through a lot of hassling. Um, so I don't know enough about flood to be able to do that, but I know that Chris does. And so having yeah. him in there, um, you know, to answer questions, which I do anyway, like I tag him a lot to be able to answer those questions. Um, but there's, it will, anything that I do and create will always be centralized around one certain need. Yeah. And then as I've, you know, stated, and as I've found that the needs will grow and other questions will be asked in there. But that specific need I've seen has been the most successful um, when creating these pages. Cool. Um, how, where can people find you if they have more questions? Um, well, if they can ping me on Facebook, you know, instant message me. But my email address is aurora at iiprotect.com. Um, and yeah, any questions anybody has on how to start it or how to kind of control the page, things like that. Um, yeah, just reach out. I'm nice. very free with information as most agents <laughs> that have encountered me know. I have a really hard time telling somebody no if they need help. Yeah, cool. Well, um, thank you so much for giving your time and being on the show. I really appreciate it. That was you really can. awesome information for me, and I think it'll be awesome information for anyone catching this. So thanks, Laura. Thank you.